Welcome to The Movement Movement, the podcast for people who want the truth about having a healthy, happy, strong body. Remember, your body was meant to move. Now here's your host, Stephen Sashen. Some people like to say there's a debate about whether natural movement is actually good for you. They're wrong. <laughs> the science is really pretty locked in, although we're doing a bunch more research. But now that we have the science behind what's obvious, what do we do next? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of The Movement Movement, the podcast for people who want to know the truth about what it takes to, well, have a happy, healthy, strong body, starting from the feet first, because those things are your foundation, where we break through the mythology, the propaganda, sometimes the outright lies that you've been hearing about what it takes to run, walk, hike, dance, play, anything you can think of enjoyably, healthily, and have fun doing it. If you want to be part of the tribe, please subscribe. That just means go to jointhemovementmovement.com. You'll find all the places you can engage with us on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and iTunes and Spotify and everywhere you'll see. Leave comments and reviews and thumbs up and hit the bell on YouTube if you want to hear about the upcoming episodes of the podcast. You get the gist. Anyway, I'm here with Stacey Lee Krause. And Stacey, I'm not going to try and do an intro for you because A, it would sound boring if I did. And B, you'll say things that I wouldn't think of or that you wouldn't have written down if I asked you for one. So who the hell are you? What are you doing here? And you have to introduce the thing the, that... My girl. Foxy. Foxy Brown. <laughs> Foxy will be joining us. I don't know. She doesn't really talk. She does when it's time. Oh, so really? She's oh, okay. A, Foxy's a studio dog. She travels with me on the road. Her true name is Downtown Foxy Brown. <laughs> Because they found her downtown in a dumpster. So Foxy Brown is a Chihuahua Shepherd mix. She's a rescue. I did not know she was hey. a mix. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the intro. She's all naked. So, so that's, now, the, that's the intro. Now it's that's the That's the intro for Foxy and now yeah. the intro for you. For me. So Foxy, I travel with Foxy around the world and we teach fitness professionals and everyday folks about how and why to move your feet. So I've been doing this for 20 years, so you and I know each other a very long oh, time Yes, definitely, through the barefoot movement. Definitely a time. You built an entire network of human beings who understand the value and benefits of natural movement. And I'm just fascinated by that. Like, how does one do that? How did you create this? First, I mean, tell people what you did with Willpower Method, but how do you do that? How do you change the world? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. How do you change the world? How did you, I mean, like, because there are a lot of people out there who are totally hip to this idea of natural movement who want to share it in certain ways. But what you did is like a really big deal. And I'm just, I was thinking about that this morning. I'm just sort of fascinated because if someone suggested that I was going to put together something to get a group of humans teaching something that I developed, I literally wouldn't know where to start. So I just realized that that was something that I found interesting. Thank you. That's really nice of you to say. It, it wasn't intended. You know, it was something that I learned, and I think it was something really magical that I learned, is that taking off your shoes helps you connect viscerally to what's really important. Wait, I'm going to move this so we can see you, too, and I'm going to mm. scoot myself this way so we're a little closer. Okay. So dancers who are really well connected on a visceral level, they understand their body a lot. They're pretty well connected to their emotions and their movement. And as soon as you put an interface between your skin and the earth, as soon as there's something in between you, you start to lose that connection. Right. Right. So dancers stay pretty well connected, but the rest of regular folks get disconnected because even if we're exercising at the gym, 
You know, we've been taught that if you put a very strong, connected, strong, cushioned, comfortable, and you know, fashion comfortable and fashion forward, very nice looking shoe on your foot, it's going to help you. It's going to make you more comfortable. But that technology has really shut the understanding of our feet, that connection. It's shut it all down. So it's disconnected us from what really matters. And to me, what really matters is that natural movement, the human connection. So again, I definitely want you to talk about the building a community. Mm. So how did that happen? Well, before you get there though, so what was the thing that got you to realize this for yourself? And when did that happen? I grew up as a dancer always dancing and kind of understanding my body. So I had my shoes off a lot. Right. And then I moved into fitness as an adult. And when I went to the gym, I put my All about your on, shoes. You know, I put the proper shoes on. I had the Reeboks. They were uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. So the guy who developed that shoe yeah. is our chief product officer. Mm. So that first Reebok aerobic shoe, that was Dennis. That was, see how connected we all are in the <laughs> end, right? <laughs> Crazy things happen. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, he and, and I'm trying to remember, I can't remember what the inspiration for that was other than them realizing that aerobics was starting to become a thing and there wasn't anyone who was making shoes for it. There were people who were trying to, pun intended, shoehorn other products into that use that weren't really very effective. Well, we were wearing shoes, right? We were right. putting whatever it was, an athletic shoe on our foot. Even though we knew that being barefoot felt better, right. we needed a little bit of protection. And we were understanding, okay, traction is important because high-low impact was very sweaty when you did it right. Right. <laughs> you know, when you did it right, <laughs> it was, it it was right. very, you know, slippy. You know, so, a, like, having Stacey, a little bit of traction made sense. There are so many did. things where so if you do things. it right, it gets slippery. Oh, so. Steven. What? It's natural movement. <laughs> It is. I don't even know what you're referring to. I'm just saying. So, okay. So you had your own realization. So you started wearing shoes, but then was there something where you, it occurred to you like, what the hell am I doing? Well, just in that when I was a student, I didn't wear shoes. So when I went to teach, to do my job, it was hell. My job was so difficult. I had to put these shoes on. And then as a student, you know, I had free feet. So in any event, one day I was walking to the gym. It was a lovely Saturday morning in Chelsea. And I was walking to the gym and the sun was out. And I went to teach my morning ladies this equipment-free, functional, flowing movement class. And I wore my flip-flops, my sandals to the gym. And when I opened up my bag, I looked inside. And alas, I didn't have my shoes. Oh, my God, this is brilliant. Yeah. So that day I thought, oh my God, I don't have my shoes, but I have my music, you know, so I took my CDs out. I know CDs, it dates us. They were only CDs. They were only CDs. So they were in tapes. You you didn't plug in your 8-track tape. No, I did not bring. (laughs) That's an amazing way of figuring out how old someone is, is like the first music that you bought. Mm -hmm. Did you buy it on Mm 8-track, regular tape? CD, mini, I mean, there's like, you can definitely track people. Decades, sure. Yeah, that's pretty funny. For sure, for sure. That's fun. I was Technology. uh, Well, I'm just thinking about the first albums that I bought now. And I had some that I bought in this late 70s that I still had in plastic when I sold them at a housewarming, Mm. or not a housewarming, a garage sale uh, two years ago. And there were some collectors who were 
unbelievably excited. Sure, and I said, I, I, I know I they're worth a lot of money. Time. Yeah, just you know, just two, two bucks each. I don't care. So oh, anyway, you did not. I swear I did. It was like enjoy. I really I liked giving them that kind of like oh my god thing. So all right, so you had this barefoot epiphany. Mm-hmm. And so then how to, again, how did this turn into creating willpower method and how you then shared that with the world? Well, what happened that day was I decided to teach barefoot. Right. I mean, you know, I had to do that. So with that, a few people in the room said, well, could I take my shoes off too? <laughs> you know, so that was clear at the time that they knew, ooh, this might actually feel better. Right. You know, so that day I heard two things. I heard this. Get ready. So pounding, vibration, right? okay? And that sounded different than this, which is a slapping sound, right? Right. So they indicate two different things, mm-hmm. right? I heard them both, but at the time, all I said was, shh. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Just, shh, shh, shh. Like, be careful. Like, be, don't get hurt, you know, is my thing. So that's how it began, because I saw that as such an opportunity, you know, I mean, I'm in New York City, right? I'm looking for opportunities to teach people better functional movement because that's what at the time was trending, functional movement Mm. at Equinox in New York City, right? So I was like, shh, shh. And people didn't know how to land lightly. Now, sometimes people did. They were dancers. They came in. But we learned as a movement how to land lightly. And it's actually more challenging first before it gets easier. Before it becomes flow, it's like, sure. oh, shit. Oh, my core? Oh, my pelvic floor? Wait, <laughs> how? And then... I had my pelvic floor redone in a remodeling mm. thing that we did with the house. <laughs> it was the same price, so I figured, why not? You've but, been... Oh, go. But, but that's a really interesting point, because you're learning a new neural pathway, you're, or you're laying down new neural pathways. You've got to figure out this whole new way of moving. So, yeah, yeah that would that is tricky and confusing. But then once you get it, you can't go back. No, you can't go back. Yeah. You know, but it's a, it's a lighter way of being, you know. So how long did it take for people to kind of get with the program and figure out how to be quiet when they moved. Mm. That's different for everyone. Right. It's a completely different story. I love that you said that. Yeah. It, it, every different person who walks in the room and what they carry with them emotionally Mm. and physically, obviously, and how quickly they can kind of hone their attention span in on their feet Mm. in a, in a focused and also very nurturing way. Cause it's not easy. Right you know, physically or emotionally, all the things, all those things. So, um, yeah, it's different for everybody. But yeah, And then pe- different cultures have different feet, and that's fun, too. What do you notice? Mm, every different area of the country, you know. Oh, like really? East Coast, you know, these ladies, these ladies, I'm a New Yorker, you know, with their small shoes, but we're colder people from the Northeast, right? Right. We're closed in. So, but, you know, let's go out to Hawaii or let's go to an island, you know, any island, you've got wider feet, any place that's warm, typically right. people have their shoes off more often, which you know, but typically a more loving, warm people there too, right? <laughs> so I'm really, I'm trying to think about how do I want to ask this. So do you think you noticed, other than what you just said, mm. some other connection between, or I don't want to make it too too direct, but I love the idea that there is a connection between how you use your feet and what that does to them and how you relate to the yourself, other people, the world. Oh, 
I think we should save that for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's okay. what I do. You know, so my program, the willpower method is just recently, just recently this summer, been launched as cardio yoga. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, which makes everything that I do much more mainstream, which is what barefoot training is now with yoga. Right. Right. Yoga has become more mainstream. So people are used to kind of taking off their shoes and going into the studio and having your shoes off. And, and now, you know, this idea of foot fitness has become more acceptable. Yep. Now, I have absolutely coined the term foot fitness. I'd like to say, Just, respectively. Uh, and that has happened because you've all proven the dumb science that it's true. Using, using your feet, your feet is, better. is smart. So the science is here. And thank you to you because you've been an educator for 10 years. And Dr. Emily with her Naboso soul, thank you. Because because of this. They're around here know. somewhere. I know I have a pair. I know you do. That little mm. material that kind of wakes your skin up, you know. And I used it through two broken toes. Did you know I had two broken metatarsals? No, I did not. Yes. And none of this happened with barefoot running. What happened when I fell down the stairs after yoga class? But, okay, tell me that that is not energetically and metaphorically tremendously important. I broke the same bone on both feet at the same time no okay two years just, apart oh, okay God. that would have been really say. scary yeah no two different ways completely different ways and i had nothing to do with foot fitness i, Wait, I gotta tell you i just did yeah. one what? so Ooh, you um, broke one. no well i'm not sure because so here's what happened so we're doing some some those are not farts those are my bare feet i understand on the leather. i did not think I'm those were farts i didn't think they were farts until you said that, you know, that they aren't well so now i think they were hey guys yeah you know. either way or it's your dog you just blame it on the dog never so, I, so I, we're out doing a photo shoot for the speed force which i'm wearing now and i won't get into the all the details but i had to basically run down the street to get some speed then step on to a sewer thing to then jump in front of this bush thing and on one real of the life jumps parkour. it was it was real life parkour and i um, i caught my toe on the way up and yeah. tripped on the way down i caught my foot in some weird way and i went god that feels weird i feel i mean it doesn't feel like i'm bleeding but it feels like something strange and i took off my shoe and my second toe the one next to my little toe was pointing up towards me oh. instead of down and so i went oh that oh that that looks like wrong and i just touched it and it snapped back into place oh, yeah, which was, was very fun. entertaining yeah. <laughs> that was Fun. It didn't hurt. It was just like it just got knocked out. Yeah, there's something. Probably, yeah. I just dislocated it in some way and then put it back, and yeah, it's basically fine. But it was freaking how it looked. Oops. It's amazing how when you see part of your body doing the wrong thing, yeah, um, you, your response is disproportionately that face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, Good. all yeah. right. So you had so, you, you. So we're going from epiphany to first epiphany. First yes. epiphany was about barefoot training. Yes. Yes. That happened. And then, then, oh yeah, where do you so, want to go next? Well, with this? into the whole thing of like turning it into a thing into that a you then turning in, yes, turning a movement into a movement. Turning a movement into a movement. It was, it became critical to teach repetition exercises. It became critical to teach foot fitness exercises through repetition. Like, what do you mean? Squats and lunges. A ah. sequence that stays the same so that you know what's coming next, right. right? I'm teaching, at the time I'm living in New York City, let's put this into perspective. Year 2000, 
I was running around New York City just like SJP, <laughs> except I'm SLK. <laughs> and fashion was a thing. Well, and she's all about the shoes. You're all about the not shoes. Yeah, but all about the shoes when I wasn't in class. And that's what uh. it became about. That was the easy sell to the ladies in New York. That was, you work your feet so that you can work your shoes. And it actually really made sense. It, it does, actually. You know, yeah. it wasn't everything that I knew now until it also became about movement, too. Right. right? Or actually the other way around. I heard it first and then that was the sell. That was how we continued on. And people <laughs> people really bought into the story, at least in my classes, when Nike sponsored me. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yes. When I announced that night, you guys, I've just had a career like highlight, just breakthrough. So how did that happen? They didn't just you know, randomly pick up the phone and call you. I mean, how did they find you? That's really intriguing. Yes, they found me through. They were looking for interesting fitness professionals, and they spoke to Carol Scott of ECA in New York City, who knew the entire network of fitness pros in New York City who were trending at the time. And I was trending barefoot and like some, who knows? Who knows how I was actually seen, but I was trending barefoot. They signed me just before launching the Nike Free. Ah. And then I did this big ass event in New York City called Nike Classified that was underground. There were like a hundred women. They got these scroll invitations. It was fantastic. It was amazing. It was a beautiful thing that happened, but we didn't get to move on the minimal story. Right. And that broke my heart. Right. You know, it was a cool shoe. It was the right thing, but we didn't get to move on the minimal story. So I gracefully moved over and started working with the weird toe shoes, the five <laughs> fingers, and those prepare you for your toes bending back and doing that mm -hmm. crazy shit because you will catch your toes and right. it's not fun, but you'll get the flexibility in your toes. It's a great so the VFFs came out in like 2006. Yes. So, okay. Got I started it. working the time. with them like 2007 ish or eight. Got it. Right in there. Got it. Yep. And that's when I got my tattoos, baby. <laughs> to cover up the swoosh on my ankle. <laughs> that is, that's the best new tattoo to make up for an X tattoo that I've heard. I like that. Okay, so we still haven't gotten to the part that I'm so interested in. Oh, there it is. There so wait, it where is. was the swoosh? Oh, yeah, on this leg. Ah, that's a little, little tricky. Yeah, you have to dislocate your hip to like do that. There, swoosh. Oh, up what on a riot. Side. What a riot. Yeah. So. That would be a good bar exercise, ladies, I know. But I've got a dog here, so. Can't do that. And it's a podcast for most of us, right? For most of us. Most of us. So, okay, this is only the 10th time I'm going to ask. So this then evolved into turning this into a thing where it's a program that you trained other trainers. You uh, had a whole. Yes, a whole thing going on. As an instructor in New York City, I had a lot of instructors coming and taking my class. I was working with Equinox Management at the right. time. So that was really nice. And I had a few instructors come through and ask me if they could learn to teach the format, which was helpful to me because I needed subs. So selfishly, it was selfish. It wasn't a business decision, but it was passing on of knowledge. Right. But then I thought, I didn't understand the idea of sharing, of really truly sharing knowledge at the time. Hmm. Because sometimes we keep our knowledge, right? Or suppress information because we want it all to ourselves. And that's energetically something that happens. So in any event, they started coming in, learning the program, and we started growing. Because when you share, things grow. 
you know. So this idea of barefoot movement was pretty scary, but pretty cool. I learned how to teach barefoot movement by watching my students and watching the teachers teach movement. Mm. The industry, the fitness industry, had a really hard time picking it up. All the trainers everywhere were bought into their shoes, right? Right. So it wasn't until the science came along that all you trainers out there said, oh, it must be true. It must be true. Well, I wish we've it, got the metrics. I, I, so if you've I, got the metrics. Yeah, I wish it were all of the trainers thinking it must be true. They will. Well, they, I think oh, they wow. will. I think there's a point where it's going to kind of hit a critical mass and the tide will turn. But people have been hearing the story, you need motion control, you need our support, you need cushioning for 50 years now. Yes. So, and just so trying to... the new to, story is you need foot fitness. Foot TM, fitness. TM. No, that's my TM. I, I know. That's oh, what I'm saying. TM. TM. Whenever TM. you say foot fitness, you have to think TM. TM. I know. TM. Eventually R with a circle around it. Mm -hmm. So at its peak, if you will, how many people had you trained? How big was the organization? Oh, God, at some point. We trained over 4,000 instructors. I think at the time, in terms of licensed people, we had about 1,400 involved. That number is... mm, That's outrageous. It's awesome. It's amazing. So those people were teaching. So that many of you out there are foot fitness soldiers, and I'm sure... Most of you are wearing zero shoes. <laughs> and if you're not, get a pair. My favorite one, where's the Jesse? <gasps> this shoe, you guys. Okay, but you know I wear the black. This is just so okay, that you can see it. I mean, black. I even I get nervous with that even in my hand. <laughs> no, but we should still do it because you can see it better. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing some gray today, so this is actually perfect. So this little thumb toe, it just grabs on like a pretty little ring, right? But that's on your thumb. This is what I like about it. The sole sticks to you, so it doesn't flop. It moves with you. And with that, you can roll through a proper range of motion. Now, Dr. Emily, we'd like to see these <laughs> with the Naboso soles. Asaph, please, let's do this. And then you could bling it out, sister, right here. We actually have gotten some Swarovski crystal, and we just need to make some videos and show people how to do it, where you can bling these out and have some serious fun. And then, ladies, this is what you pack on the road, right? You could wear it to the beach. You could wear it out dancing, and they're so comfortable, and you feel good the next day because, you know, you just have to work the outfit around it. It's not for every outfit. I'm not saying that, okay? But there's ways to do this very, very, really well. Anyway, we'll see. I've got some pictures Actually, I've posted on Instagram. Yeah. You can see my pictures. All right, we'll find um, those. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to a couple of those. So, yes, that's the shoe. That's my favorite zero shoe because it allows your feet to move like feet. And we like that. It feels better. It's it's pretty hard to get closer to barefoot than this unless we just, you know, thinned it down a tiny bit. But then it becomes structurally unstable. So that's just sort of the right, yeah, right size. Yeah, it's really nice. And you can pack it and you can wash it. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so I know you have, li- I know you have limited time. So when someone talks to you about the whole idea of natural movement, mm-hmm. what do you say to them? How do you broach that topic and in a way that makes them go, huh? Hmm. Well, I would ask them what they're doing in terms of natural movement. I speak to people with regards specifically to foot fitness, hmm. you know, so it depends. You have to meet, I have to meet people where they're at. If there are fitness athletes wearing shoes all the time, then I need to know what kind of shoe you're wearing and go from there. The bottom line is all of my classes begin with a barefoot warm-up. You know, at least cardio yoga does. It It brings you very, it takes you to a point where you're very well connected with your feet from the very beginning of class. So once you're aware of your toes and what your feet are doing, applying those specific exercises to the rest of your body 
doing repetitive exercise like squats and lunges and side lunges and balance, things like that, then you know how to work with your feet. Your feet get smarter, you know, right? and that's creating the neural pathways in your body. Yes. For someone who doesn't yet have access to, say, one of your classes. Coming think, soon. I know. I like Everywhere. that. I like Everywhere. Cardioyoga.com. Woo! We'll open up a center in your house. We'll open up. We'll have classes in your bathroom. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it depends on the size of the bathroom, and that could make it very exclusive. It could. The more exclusive, yeah. the a, a VIP more, club. more people yeah. demand that. Mm. So if you're going to give people something to do, They've never tried any sort of barefoot movement, any natural anything. Mm-hmm. We've talked about squats and lunges, et cetera. If you were going to give them the world's fastest class via podcast, mm-hmm. what would you recommend somebody do? Well, here's the thing. You, you should be exercising your feet every day. Do people have time for it? That's the question. So making time for your feet is really important. If you want to exercise your feet every day, there are different ways to do it. You could start in a very basic way, like standing on a rock mat, which I know you've got some little samples in, mm-hmm. on your website. But that's a very gentle way to begin. But in terms of foot fitness, actually, maybe standing up. Can I teach you an exercise? Yeah. You know, this would be a nice lit litmus test. Mix. Test. That's Thank easier you. to say than quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make this uh, thing go Ta-da. away. All right, do you need me to? Got like you, a superhero. Do you need me to? Do you today. need me to do things like move the camera so we can see your toesies? Um, maybe if you want to. Yeah, I'll show you my toes if you want to. Uh, yeah, we'll do okay, that. Okay, but Oops. in the meantime, let's all do this together. Close wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Wait, I got to do right. things with my computer so, so that we can see it. There in place and Here, I'm going to. I'm going to do this so we can see you. Under your hips and then close your eyes close so your some eyes. of us are just listening right close your eyes okay yep so with your eyes closed make your feet into the number 11 so feet straight apart straight yeah 11 i get it thanks like you're on railroad tracks and then lift your 10 toes up and if this is a podcast you're standing up and doing this with us right they are, and this is like the weirdest angle for any film shot in the history of filming, but that's okay. So you're lifting your toes up really, really high, spreading them out nice and wide. Oh, we said litmus test. Are we going to do this fast, or are you okay holding this? There? I'm okay holding this. All right, what if I turn towards the camera since I'm Or you can do here? that too. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, down, and hold. Spread your toes out wide, wide, wide. So how's the, how are the top of your feet feeling? It's called foot fitness, right? It gets a little bit uncomfortable. Tap your big toe. Lift up, tap, and up, tap, up. So every single one of my classes since probably 2002 has been using this barefoot warm-up or some variation of it. Let's do the pinky toe. Tap, tap. It's called foot fitness. There are specific exercises for your toes. Okay, so now let's go tap, pinky, big toe, pinky, Big toe, go tap, 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 tap. Okay, here's the challenge. You ready? Look up at your, look down at your toes. Look at your toes. Mine are cute, but look at yours. <laughs> you do have cute toes. Thank you. Press your big toe down. One, two, three. Your middle toes stay up. Also, place your pinky toe down. If you can do that. Say, I can. I can. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. And relax. All right, roll it out. That's just a taste. It's just the cool. beginning. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That's a great one. I love the I love the big toe, pinky toe down thing. Yeah. So that's TM. Foot fitness. <laughs> Foot fitness, TM. That's Make like sure 20 years of freaking your toes. <laughs> okay. 
So listen, whoever you are, whatever kind of athlete you are, you should be doing foot fitness. Okay. If you're if your mom in the kitchen, you well, know, at the stove, you I, should be doing some foot fitness. Just do it. Just stand up while you're making your oatmeal. Do some foot fitness. Okay. So that's the beginning. Athletes, hockey players, dancers, people who runners, people, people who have their toes not normally mobile. They need to start doing something. Yes, I, you do. It's amazing looking at the feet of people who Military. have been in restrictive shoes over time. I mean, oh my God, it's some horrible, horrible deformities. And many of it can be, much of it can be reversed and certainly mitigated. And sure. um, that's a good thing. What well, do you think, Foxy? How are your toes? She's definitely releasing the barefoot method. So, <laughs> so my position when it comes to foot fitness and all this, by the way, like I, I believe that shoes are good. Like don't throw your shoes out. And sometimes we need a little bit of cushioning and yeah. sometimes we need a little bit of stabilization. But when you exercise, exercise your feet as well. When you go to the gym, you bend and stretch and move in every single direction, right? Because of the fabric that you're wearing or not wearing. Um, you should do the same thing with your feet. And then intentionally pay attention to your toes. Intentionally be aware of how you land on your feet. Be aware of your footprint. As soon as you become a little bit more connected to what you're doing with your feet, metaphorically, things start to flow mm. and become more interesting. So this idea of body, mind, and spirit, they make a better connection when you're barefoot, when you're connected energetically to what's happening. Do you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not like believing in the barefoot method. It's not about like whether or not there's a God, but a little bit because you need to stay connected enough that it's so important to you that you want to learn more. When you f have that feeling inside of you, there's really no turning back, like you said, it's, you know, it, but you've got to do the work and you have to pay attention. Here's a part that, here's a part that people don't, I've never heard anyone talk about, and it just occurred to me to bring it up. It came up in a conversation the other day. The more you get used to using your feet and being barefoot, the more you want to, but then you have to deal with another thing, which is the self-conscious part things. of being out in public in bare feet. Right. And well, what do you do when people make comments or what do you do? And the worry that people are going to say right. something, kick you out of a restaurant, whatever it is. Right. And I, I don't know that any, I've never heard anyone talk about this. Well, there is the whole it's stigma. stigma. It's yeah. my favorite thing is like you walk in somewhere and they don't want you barefoot. It's like what? Like a restaurant, let's say. Right. Um, well, how come? Well, it's not sanitary. It's like I'm not going to eat with my feet. Right. I'm keeping them on the ground the same way I would if I had my shoes on. Right. So there's this fascinating psychological thing of what it takes to, I don't want to say overcome because I don't know that we do, but just deal with the thoughts that arise when we're walking around in this unusual way, even if it's not barefoot, even if it's something like one of our sandals, which is an unusual thing. People have, other always human beings judgment. have amazing responses. There's always judgment for everything, though. It's just a minority. It's just something, it's just one piece that's moved out of the singularity that's unusual, mm -hmm. so people want to. And there's always a question for concern when it comes to germs, right? This is a thing. Like, to be honest with you, I'm not a barefoot person. I don't necessarily move around, like, public spaces barefoot the way you do. Right. You're pretty resilient that you're barefoot in the snow. Good God. <laughs> No way. It's you know, it's just a different. I know. Fun. It's no. It's functional. I get it. I totally get it. I'm not I, suggesting I anyone do. do it. Right. It's just you know. You're and you're tell your story, and there are plenty of people that do it, and I think that's cool. Well, there's another until another reason that I do it. Weird, there's another reason until I do your it. Toes are blue. I'm lazy. 
It's like if I can walk out the door without having to put anything on. I slide into shoes. Yeah, I don't. It's too much effort. Yeah, so, I slide into shoes. But the psychological thing is interesting. And what's so funny, I realized, like if we lived at the beach, nobody mm-hmm. would think twice about this. But now we're not at the beach, right? So, so it's different. It makes it's like having my little toe facing the wrong way. People are like, "What? That's not well, normal." Climate affects people. You know, climate well, yeah. affects people. Weather affects people emotionally, like physically. Just like I mentioned before, you know, on the northeast, like we're a little bit closed down. We're a little bit colder people. You know, in our fascia, in our everything. Mm. Um, when it's warmer, you're a little more free, right? You're opened up. You don't wear as much, <clears throat> as much clothes. Those are easier barefoot people. Again, going back to the same thing, as soon as you get back to barefoot people, there's an openness or the warmer weather, there's an openness. You're, you're highlighting one of the reasons that Lane and I don't live in Hawaii. <laughs> so every time we go to Hawaii and visit friends, independently, totally on their own, without any communication between them, they always say the exact same thing to us at one point. They go, God, it's so nice having you guys here. We haven't had an intellectual conversation with anyone in months. Oh. <laughs> it's all about being chill on the beach. It's just, you know, it's just way chill. That's just circles of people. Yeah. Your next appointment's here. It's time to go. Oh, man. All right. Well, then let's leave on a thought of some sort. I don't know which thought I'm aiming towards. Um, here, I'll ask you a question. So if th- it's a question for everyone else. So if you were going to give someone a suggestion of what they could do, a simple thing they could do to help move this whole idea of natural movement forward, what would you recommend? That's a really big question. I know. That's, I liked it when it popped into my head. I mean, natural movement is also a big category. Get connected, people. You know, get connected. You'll know. Ask your intuition. I don't think that's as pointed as you wanted. No, that, no that's actually exactly. As soon as yeah. I as soon as soon it popped in my head, that's, like, that's pretty too- much the thought that I had, too. I mean, it really, because it really is. Well, you know, actually, there's... Wait, wait, natural movement in your feet or natural movement in your heart and spirit? Or just, I, like, I'm, what are you asking? I'm, I'm all over all of that. Yeah. I think feet first only because, A, you know, it I, is your foundation. But it's also the one that we've kind of neglected the most. Of course. And so that's why I pay so much attention to it. Yeah. So start paying attention to your feet. It's a movement. You know, foot fitness is the next TM. level. TM. 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 Foot fitness is a, is a, is a movement. It's not, it's, traditionally it hasn't been very exciting. You know, it hasn't been cause it's not very it's, sexy, it's, but whatever it's important. It's well, just, I'll tell online. you, I'll tell you one of the things that I think is going to move it forward. It's really interesting. It goes back to your first sponsor. So Nike just started talking about some of the new stuff they're developing and they're using all the language of natural movement for footwear that could not be less about natural movement. Oh, but don't I, lie. Come on. But I think it's, I think it's a good thing because it's bringing attention to this idea. And when people see the difference between something that says it versus something that is it, I think that's well, going to be people, really cool. Okay. So this is what, all right. You want it. You, <laughs> you asked me a question before. Yeah, you want to see something really happen. Let's do like a little foot Olympics. Let's see how strong some bear. <laughs> people like do some I like it you guys can bring the science you can all bring your little scientific like you know measurements and machines and we can well, all figure this out and see whose feet are really strong and connected and agile but we need to do it fast like there is no training let's get this on the books I like show it. up in a place measure and say okay what have you been doing for your feet what have you been doing for your feet what have you been doing now what's missing for all of us and then we have a real 
effing movement. <laughs> well, there's, there is some research coming out that shows this, again, on, stupid, simple thing that if you don't let your foot move, if you put an orthotic in your shoe, it makes you weaker within as little as 12 weeks. Like, what a shock. Sure. Um, but I think, I think Foot Olympics is a good one. Foot Olympics for, you know, all the, all the badass fitness guys or the foot fitness guys or I'm, I'm barefoot guys. I haven't seen barefoot Ted in a while. All your weirdness. Where have you? I don't even know what you've been up to zooming around. And he is I mean, zooming around. He's sure. on his one wheel zooming around. He's been doing that for like ever. I know. Man, we're getting old. We better get together. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, <laughs> so, but we should all come do some foot Olympics soon. Foot and Olympics then, and good. that would be a good way to change the entire movement. I wonder actually, even if we don't do foot Olympics ourselves, I wonder what would happen if we could find people to do a whoever testing. we need, do some testing at the Olympics. Like do, do some, some actual, testing at the, mm-hmm. that would be good that would to be see. Very yeah. interesting. But let's also get some barefoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need barefoot people in that pod. Oh, yeah. I want to be in that pod. I, know, I want my good. feet to be tested because I think they're in really good shape. Even with two broken metatarsals in my day, I think I'm in good shape. I only broke one. I broke one as a gymnast. I had a bet that I could do a standing backflip anywhere. And so, of course, one of the girls said, well, why don't you just do it on beam? And I said, oh, so I did, but I landed and my foot kind of fell off and I heard this snapping noise. Uh-huh. And it was very unpleasant, not uh, breaking my foot so much, but going to the hospital where the doctor said, normally women who fall off their high heels get that injury. Ah, uh, good job. Yeah, I was not happy wait, about that. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a question for you because where was it? The metatarsal. That's exactly what broke on me. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you so, fall off your high heels? Um, no, I had my legs crossed. No, but that that's what everybody thought. I had my legs crossed. Foxy was on my leg and I brought my feet down. I was a long time at my desk, brought my feet down. My foot was asleep, right? So I got up, my foot was asleep and I just went, and then I heard the same thing that you heard. I heard the bone and I went, oh, that's That's not not good. good." (laughs) Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, and then the wave of nausea and I was like, I'll get down on the floor. And that's when the pain came. Oh, see, I just had, "Mm -mm." I just had, oh, that's not good. And then everyone, I said, I broke my foot and everyone laughed. I went, no, I'm serious. I broke my foot. And it was the size of a football within about two minutes. And it's like, see, told you. Uh, yeah. We did the same. All right. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. good. That's a nice way to end. I like so that. It's a fun one. All right. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Sure. Foxy, wherever Foxy you're running Brown, around, thank like, you for being go, here. We're late. Um, again, uh, thank you for being part of the movement movement, not just the movement movement podcast, where we are trying to make natural movement the obvious, better, healthy choice, the way natural food is. If you enjoyed what you heard or saw, then go over to www.jointhemovementmovement.com. You'll find all the ways you can interact with us. You can leave comments. You can share. You can find show notes. If you're on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or wherever else, make sure you like and share and, you know, thumbs up and hit the bell and all those things you know how to do. As I like to say, if you want to be part of the tribe, please subscribe. I've never had this sort of um, bad uh, oh, translation. Is. Oh, that is good. Oh, no, and, I'm translating. No, I knew it. you were doing a, something. I don't know what it was. It was fun. I was watching out of the corner of my so what else can I say other than, oh, if you have any questions or you want have someone you want to be on the podcast, drop an email to move at jointhemovementmovement.com. And that kind of covers it. So as always. StacyLee.com. Oh. Use, oh, so, hi. So S-T-A-C-E-Y-L-E-I.com. That's where you can find the soul training stuff. I just moved it. Thanks. StacyLee.com. <laughs> cardioyoga.com. Where else? I'll Where train else? you. I'll see you on the road. Perfect. Thank you. I was going to ask that and I forgot that. Willpower.silk. How many more do you I'll, have? No, so many. Not, but not. Instagram is willpower.silk. <laughs> Anything else? 
Okay, that'll do it. Thank you, everyone. As always, have fun and live life feet first. You've been listening to the Movement Movement Podcast with host Stephen Sashin. Remember to join the tribe and subscribe at jointhemovementmovement.com.